The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast. I am Jordan Hall, and I am pumped to be joined by Flyers pre and post-game live host, Ashlyn Sullivan. We are live at Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. Ashlyn, I think it's safe to say the Flyers offseason has, has definitely picked up. Yeah. Uh, Danny Breyer's first big trade, Ivan Provrov to the Blue Jackets. As Danny Breyer has said numerous times since taking over, Everything's on the table. He's going to listen on everyone and anyone. So there's been some speculation about Carter Hart Mm -hmm. and if he still fits here or if the Flyers are looking to move him, how hard are they actually looking to move him? So we figured why not look at maybe potential untouchables, right? It looks like there's no untouchables in Briere's mind, but if there's anyone closest to it, we're going to look at them. So we're going to get into three apiece, Ashlyn. Let's start with you, your third untouchable in your mind. Oh, this list was honestly pretty hard to it make was. because now that Danny Breer made this trade, it's like, okay, like you said, no one really is untouchable. So, you know, a month ago, I would have said, for example, Travis Konechny. Yeah. I wanted to put him on my list. Now I can't because <laughs> I feel like with this move and the aggressiveness of it, okay, now maybe they are listening to calls on Travis Konechny. I can't imagine a team without him, especially last year, but they have all now admitted, thank goodness, rebuild moving in the right direction, having to tear it down and build it back up the way they want to, which is what Danny said earlier this week. So I have uh, Cam York as my third. I think he is a young player that they want to see more out of, but a lot of potential. I would hate to see him because you've seen this so often in sports and hockey where you have this young guy and I'm not so sure about him, trade him. And then he goes and lights it up (laughs) with another team, which I could so see happening with someone like Cam York, who I feel like is still getting his footing but ceiling really high, and I would love to see what Cam York is in, in maybe two years in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Flyers fans, are, I think, have gotten really used to seeing players not fit here, and then they go elsewhere and they win a Stanley Cup. Like that's been yeah. like a running theme uh, with Flyers fans. Ashlyn, I had Cam York as well, number three. Yeah. The great minds think alike. Uh, all of the points that you made, just um, and especially given, I don't think the optics would be really good if they actually traded him. Uh, he he was passed up. Uh, the, the Flyers passed up on Cole Caulfield in that draft to get Cam York. And so many Flyers fans wanted Cole Caulfield. He just signed this huge extension the other day with the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, was like a 72 goal scorer in his draft year. And the Flyers passed on him for Cam York. So um, if if they traded Cam York and gave up on him, I think fans would be like, well, what the heck? Like, you know, the guy that we actually picked this set of Cole Caulfield is gone now. So I don't think the optics would be good. And I think Cam York's going to be a really good player. Um, And I think the Flyers want to build on the back end. They want to build defensively. And Cam York fits everything uh, that they need in terms of puck-moving defenseman, high skill, potential power play quarterback, Mm -hmm. uh, puts up points, um, young kid, competitor. So I think Cam York, I I wouldn't really listen on him much. Uh, Maybe some team, again, knocks the roar down and, 
has something where they want Cam York in the package, but I really don't think the Flyers at all are listening on Cam York or want to it yeah. as well. And I also don't know how much you get for him at this point in yeah. his career. So why get rid of a, a very good player with a lot of upside for, I don't think you're going to get the draft compensation that you would even want for it, him. It's spot on. And it, like the position of defenseman is so important. I mean, that's where I think where a lot of, uh, contending teams build is from the back out came York locally. He could be a top pair guy. Um, and again, one of the first draft picks of Brent flair, actually the first draft pick of Brent flair, who oversees the Flyers draft, uh, efforts. I just think he's an important piece that, uh, I think should stay put in Philadelphia. Agreed. Catch all the sports action and more at rivers casino, Philadelphia, whether it's the money line or the pass line, there's something for everyone, including a great sports book rivers, casino, Philadelphia, Philly loves a winner. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ashlyn Sullivan, number two, untouchable. Who is it? Joel Farabee. Oh. Yeah. And very similar to Cam York, I just feel like there's still so many questions about Joel Farabee. And we yeah. don't have enough answers right now to say, oh, yeah, just get rid of him. He's not good enough. That injury, it, it was gnarly. I mean, something that yeah. was the storyline of last season. And in my year here, I haven't seen the Joel Farabee that everyone talks about but I yeah. want to see it. Yeah. And I think Philadelphia Flyers fans want to see it in Philadelphia, similar to Cam York. God forbid he goes somewhere. And I think he has the potential to have a great career. I think you need to give Joel Fairby the chance to rehab, have a great off season here in Philadelphia. Torts has said he's going to be under our watch this summer. I think we need one more season of giving Joel Fairby a chance to play under Torts, play in Philly, healthy rehabbing with the Flyers and see what they can do. I would hate to see him go somewhere else right now. It was so weird to hear his name actually pop up a little bit around the trade right. deadline. And I think everyone knew there was very little chance the Flyers were trying to trade Joel Fairby. Obviously, there was the stuff with his agent and it sounded mm -hmm. like he, the agent voiced displeasure to the Flyers about how things have kind of went this year with Torts. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Torts started the come around on fair like okay yeah this kid's a good player he's important uh let's give him a little bit of a break here that with what he went through i mean right actually he had no chance in the offseason right to do anything yeah so uh i really think he could be a guy maybe uh like a breakout candidate again he's already broken out it's, there's a reason why he's got the big contract that he does because he broke out early in his career mm -hmm. but i think maybe another breakout given uh, he's actually going to, I think, have a summer of training. Yeah. How important could that be for him? Kind of like a comeback tour, like a redemption. Yeah. And yeah, you talk about that big contract. And my year here, I, I haven't seen the potential of Joel Farabee, but everyone talks about it. And you see the, the money and the figures like, all right, he must be doing something right. Yeah, right. So I think you got to give him the benefit of the doubt that give him an off season to heal and see what happens. And I, I agree that Danny Breer is going to listen on everything. I don't think he should rule anything out. Uh, you know, first year GM of a rebuilding team, uh, he should listen. But uh, I, I know a lot of people with rebuilds are, you know, they, they always say like strip it down like get rid of everyone. Yeah. It's okay to admit that there's a couple of good players here. Um, Joel Farabee being one, like, I mean, the Flyers are probably looking to not only get draft picks, but they probably want to get younger players too. Like you have one in house and Joel Farabee's a young player, right? Former first round pick um, has already kind of established himself. Uh, he's a guy I think that, yeah, they should, want to build around and want to be here too. Right. And I think if, if I'm an opposing team and you, you see what Joel Fairby can be and everyone knows all about him, but I think there's a lot of questions about his health right now in the rehab yeah. situation. I wouldn't think a, a team is going to throw all this draft compensation at a guy that we're not totally sure is hundred percent healthy as of right now. You hope so. Right. Come the start of next season, but I still think there's enough questions where teams would hesitate anyway. Yeah, is his trade stock even that high right now? Yeah. It probably could be way, way higher um, than it is now. So why even look to move him if you know that the return's not going to be as great as right. it could be? Right. 
I'm staying on the winger um, theme here, Ashlyn, but I'm actually going Tyson Forrester. Ooh, good one. A little bit more of a prospect, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I just think the sky's the limit for him. And I just think he fills a massive organizational hole, which, mm-hmm. you know, shoot first wingers, guys that can beat the goalie without help. Um, another first round pick, 2020. Uh, I just think he has the potential to really be a huge, impactful player here in Philadelphia. We've only seen him a little bit. Had, I think, that eight-game stint mm-hmm. where he put up seven points, um, but really opened some eyes. John Tortorella raved about him. Mm-hmm. I think Torts fell in love with the kid quickly. <laughs> yeah. And as we all know, Torts' voice will be heard here yeah. in Philadelphia with Danny Breer and Keith Jones. I I would imagine he'd be in Breer's ear saying, hey, uh, this kid's good. We should build around him. So for me, Forrester, I just – I would be stunned if they actually moved him. And I think it would be a real wrong move if they actually somehow considered moving him in a package. To me, he should be an untouchable. A guy that's only played eight games, but I think should be an untouchable. I mean, just think about that three-week period. and He was all we talked about. He was all anybody talked about. It was like yeah. such a just breath of fresh air, this guy coming in. And I go back, we sat down with Torts about four weeks before the end of the season, and we were talking about, okay, next season, what could this team look like? And he admitted, I'm already starting to write down names in pencil but i'm starting to write it down and, and tyson forrester was on that list yeah. of, you could tell he was excited of the thought of tyson forrester coming up next season i think torts is absolutely not allowing anyone to even mention tyson <laughs> forrester going anywhere if i remember correctly in your sit down with torts i believe you asked about what, what like what have you seen in terms of progress you feel like you're getting you're getting going here one of the first things i think you mentioned was forrester yep. coming up getting a taste of the nhl and looking like he could be something i mean that caught my eyes. I'm like that. Wow. Like the first player, like not even prospect first player he brought up was Tyson Forrester. Yeah. And it just goes goes to the example of everything he's been preaching all year is like, let's give these young guys a chance. Let's see what they can do. Hello. Look what fell into our lap. Look at this guy who came up and just lit it up. This is exactly why we're doing this and why we're talking about who wants to be here. Okay. A little bit of a rebuild because if Tyson Forrester pans out, that's a great young guy to build around for years to come. Exactly. And then the whole point of drafting him was because of his shot. He was raw in some other areas, uh, needed to get bigger, stronger, all that fun stuff. But everyone saw the shot and thought it was advanced. And they thought, well, the Flyers need goal scorers. They need talent. Uh, he's he's talent. He's a goal scorer. He's in-house. Uh, I think there's no reason why they should even think about moving him. That's a good one. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and, he, and, and again, he is obviously wasn't really on the roster for the full season. So I maybe cheated there a little bit by, <laughs> by going for a prospect and not a guy actually kind of here full time. But uh, Forster, That's I, okay. I, I think you he, make the rules. Yes, exactly. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but Ashton, number one, who are you going with? Owen Tippett. Oh, OK. Yeah. I fought this, too. Go I ahead. Can't, I can't even fathom a team without Owen Tippett as of last season. Yeah. I mean, this was a guy that was, I think, the brightest star of the entire season and really revamped his career and had so much offensive firepower. I just I think. You need more goal scorers, like we talked about. And Owen Tippett was a guy that really came onto the scene. And I think this is a great second chance for him career-wise. I think he likes it here. Yeah. I think he's progressing. One of the few that really spoke highly of torts and that relationship and that it's working for the two of them. I think you need more guys like that yeah. in your in your dressing room. So I think Owen Tippett's a lock. Yeah, his maturity really opened my eyes when he told us, like, I just do what I'm told. Yeah. And like, yeah, you don't want every player... Like, listen, players should have a say in some things and I uh, should be able to go to the coach and, and and talk. But, yeah, I think he's an old a bit of an old school throwback mm-hmm. of, yeah, I, I, I believe in my coaches. And if they tell me something, I want to apply it. And I mean, and it's he was one of the best players on right. the team. Right. It was refreshing with yeah. all with all the negativity and all the fighting for, for <laughs> Tippett to say, like, 
yeah, I just, uh, I'm just going to do what I'm told. It's yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smart work. kid. Yeah. That's going to work with torts. Yep. <laughs> and it did. I mean, like Tippett broke out. I mean, the, the, like torts and the coaching staff got the most out of Owen Tippett. Yeah. Um, you have to think the ceiling's even higher, right? 27 goals. Uh, would you think potential 35 goal score at some point in his career? Oh yeah, I think because it took him some time to heat up, right? Yeah. It wasn't really until the end of the season, the second half, where he really came onto the scene and he admitted to us many times in the locker room that he was still figuring out and that his confidence yeah. was growing. It wasn't quite there yet. I got to think if I was him and I ended the season like he did, I would think I'm roaring with confidence into yeah. next season. And it's not easy to trade a cornerstone like Claude Giroux. Right. Owen Tippett was the guy they got back. And I mean, if they actually quickly moved on from Tippett, I think that would be a little disheartening to fans of like, well, what was the what point? What was the point? Right. <laughs> Obviously, they got a first round pick too in that trade. But again, a huge trade. You want to see this player here. Like that. the point of trading Claude Drew was to get future assets. Mm-hmm. Tippett was one. Uh, so yeah, it would be surprising uh, big time. And Ashlyn, I really fault this one. I didn't have Tippett. I had Carter Hart instead. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that everyone's talking about. But I really wanted to put Tippett there. I think he should be almost untouchable. But maybe just given he's 24, he's not crazy young. And obviously he had a breakout year. Maybe, maybe they try to cash in a ton for him. Yeah. yeah you cash in on a stock and it's, could his stock be any higher? I think it can be way higher, Agreed. but maybe, maybe they do listen and try to get even more younger and try to really rip it down kind of to the studs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's their vision. I think they believe tip is a foundation piece. Mm-hmm. I went hard just because I just don't really see the point in trading him. I just still think he's a young franchise goalie. I mean, if he was 27 or 28, maybe I would think, Hey, he doesn't fit the window. Uh, he's 24. He turns 25 in August. I think it's the hardest position in the game. It's one of the hardest positions to find guys to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a kid here that's already established and I think can be so much better if he's yeah. got a better team around him. We started to see what Hart could do when there's a little more stability around him this year. But even if you go back to 2019-20 when they had a much better team with vets and they knew how to play with a, a veteran head coach, he thrived and he was way younger then. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see the point in doing it. If they if they do look elsewhere or they if they do listen on Hart, they better get a haul. Yeah. I think they need to get yeah. a haul if they're going to do it. But I, I just don't um, – I don't see why he can't actually fit their window. I, I do think he could he could be here while the team is contending again. So, for me, it was Hart. I just – you know, if they, if they trade Hart, what if the rebuild actually does go as planned, it speeds up, and then suddenly you don't have a goalie? Right. Yeah, it's like right. that's where I'm at uh, with Carter Hart. I, I just think he should be here. Um and maybe, yeah, see where the season goes next year and then think about it again. But I, I that's, agree. Yeah. I, I think he kept this team in so many games last yeah. season. And his age, I think, is a plus for him. It all depends what you get from him. I mean, if you get an offer, you can't right. refuse. And I think right now when they say rebuild, we don't know if it's rebuild a little bit and you yeah. have good pieces and we still are going to call it a rebuild. Or is it the studs we're talking about? Because if it is the studs then yeah, I think you got to shop him and get all you can for him. Yeah. But if you still want to compete and if you still want to be relevant, I think he needs to be on this team. Now, granted, you never know who's calling, what they're offering, but I totally agree with you. We will, and Flyers fans will go nuts if they don't get, I mean, bring the Brinks truck, like <laughs> right. bring the school bus of players that you're going to get because he's that important to this team. If they get a ton of draft picks, okay, maybe, but I, I certainly wouldn't be shopping him. Right. I, I think that's the, the premature buzz out there is like, I don't think they're shopping Carter Hart. I think they're willing to listen and maybe some teams that have been knocking in on Carter Hart. Perhaps there was some 
like some elevated discussions about it because maybe they got to a level where they started to talk about an actual trade. But I, I don't think they're shopping him. Um, I'd be stunned if they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fascinated too, Ashlyn. Uh, what you mentioned, like how how deep do they want to rebuild? I think Tortorella thought they were laying a foundation last year, mm-hmm. and he believes they're actually going up. But I, I wonder maybe with new management. Has that shifted? Uh, have have they talked about, hey, let's maybe strip it down pretty deep and let's really start from scratch again? Because, um, yeah, I think we'll learn a little bit throughout the offseason how deep they're actually going to rebuild. I agree with these moves. I always thought with Torts, you mentioned the foundation, I always felt like it wasn't necessarily a rebuild. It, it was where he wanted to get younger. Yeah. But his focus the entire year was get the guys out of here that don't want to be here. Yeah. Like they're just in the way at this point. And maybe Proby was one of those guys who are the other guys that don't want to be here. I think he wants young guys who compete and are hungry and are willing to go through this for a couple of seasons to be a Philadelphia flyer for the future. To me, it always, he always made it seem like it's not necessarily, I need all these guys coming here. I want the ones that aren't working out immediately. Yeah, exactly. And then I really do think they'll, uh, they'll, they're going to make more moves this offseason. They have more guys to, to, quite frankly, to trade. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure it's going to be some of the younger ones that I think some people feel are parts of this. Uh, you know, I, I, I would personally be very surprised if Carter Hart got traded this offseason. I know there's been a lot of buzz and speculation. I just think that's Danny Breer listening. I yeah. mean, he has said yeah. it since March that he will listen on anyone, and that it probably includes Carter Hart. Because, uh, like you said, maybe, maybe they do get blown away with a deal and they they pull the trigger because it fits the rebuild but yeah. um i think deep down the flyers view him at least as the goalie next year yeah you'd hope so and, and seeing where this goes yeah i think travis connect is another name i saw it this morning all over twitter it's, yeah. it's in an article that you know it's an option and they're getting calls for travis connecting which they should be yeah and and that's to me if you're gonna trade besides carter hart that's your most valuable asset what you'll get the most for yeah but still man i, I just travis connect He's just, he's the best in that dressing room. And he's got so much firepower. And I think he's so good for the young guys. He's so good for a Tyson Forrester. It's, it'd be a bummer to see him leave. Yeah. And I think on a good team, he would probably flourish. I mean, oh, he already gosh. flourished this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he had a career year. I mean, imagine 25, 26 year old Travis Connecting just killing it elsewhere. Right. I think that would really bump Because he will. Out. Yeah, he would. He, will. he yeah. would. I mean, he's probably getting better. Uh, but then you, you know, you debate the whole timeline thing. Does he fit it? What right. not? You know, if he's here two more years, he's got two years left on his deal. Yeah. Are you going to do anything in two years? And is it, you know, what are you going to get from that? That's where I get it is, you know, are they going to be relevant in two years, this time period? If not, then, then yeah, maybe you get the haul for him. Yep. Yeah. Big questions for Danny Breer. Not for us, at least. Right. A lot of work to do. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, (laughs) when when you made that trade a couple days ago for Ivan Prova, I was like, wow, Danny's getting to work. Uh, I imagine he's probably going to be working almost 24 seven. Yeah. Right. Now. Motivated man. I like yeah, it. Motivated man. Once they, once they get the flyers going again uh, and we'll see how deep this rebuild is. Uh, I think a lot of moves will be telling uh, in the sense that we can probably read whether this is going to be a real, real long rebuild or uh, yeah, they're starting to get there in terms of moving forward, but actually we'll cover it all right here on the flyers talk podcast. Uh, great to be here at rivers casino in Philadelphia. Great to see you, Ashlyn. Thank you so much Got for joining it. me and we'll have plenty more coming up on Flyers Talk over this summer, over this busy offseason. A big thank you to Ben Barry, our podcast producer. And Flyers fans, of course, as always, thank you for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen. And we can't wait to talk to you next time.